It's Friday, December 16th, 2022, and welcome to episode 32 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, plans for the old Pennzoil shell site at Grand and Clement, charges filed against the intruder at Alameda High School, the beginning of Hanukkah is this weekend, why air traffic has been so noisy lately, the Navy needs your help as part of the Restoration Advisory Board, and the Alameda Post celebrates one year of covering our island city. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, since 2020, the former Pennzoil site at 2015 Grand Street has been vacant, surrounded by fence, and dividing Clement Avenue into two parts. That may be changing very soon. At Tuesday's planning board meeting, Trumark Homes presented a plan for the 4.14-acre parcel. Trumark is the developer behind the recent Crest and Leeward communities on Alameda Point. When the petroleum distribution facility on the property was shuttered in 2020, Shell Oil removed the buildings and storage tanks and remediated the site, removing any potentially contaminated soil. Samples of the remediated soil have passed the inspection of the Regional Water Quality Control Board. Trumark currently holds the option to purchase the site. The plan presented on Tuesday calls for 14 buildings, each with four to nine townhomes for a total of 90 units. Of these, 15 would be deed-restricted as affordable, with four marked very low income, five for low income, and six for moderate income. The proposal also addresses other issues, streetscape and bicycle infrastructure improvements, completing Clement Avenue between Grand and Hibbard, and constructing the Cross Alameda Trail between Grand and Peru. Public comment was mixed, with two speakers expressing concern over the lack of green space and play areas in such a relatively dense development. Christopher Buckley of the Alameda Architectural Preservation Society requested additional street trees to be planted along Clement Avenue in compliance with the city's master street tree plan. Board member Alan Teague motioned to approve the project on the condition that Trumark add the trees to the landscaping plan and correct some failures to meet objective design standards related to exterior finishes. After that, the motion passed unanimously. Trumark is looking to break ground on the project in 2023. For full details, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. The Prosecution and Public Rights Unit of the Alameda City Attorney's Office filed criminal charges on Monday against 27-year-old Hon Hong Tron, who was arrested by the Alameda Police Department on Wednesday, December 7th, following one of two incidents at Alameda High School on Tuesday, December 6th. As noted in a press release from the City of Alameda, Assistant City Prosecutor Montague Hung filed criminal charges of battery, child molestation, and possession of a razor blade and box cutter on school grounds in Alameda County Superior Court. According to the probable cause declaration filed with a criminal complaint, the defendant entered Alameda High School having no business to conduct there. He approached a number of students in a hallway and nearby classroom where he engaged in multiple inappropriate and criminal behaviors against numerous victims, including attempting to remove the victim's face mask without consent, asking to kiss them, and forcibly grabbing them by the wrist. On December 7th, just before noon, an APD detective spotted the defendant walking in the 1100 block of Park Street. Tron was arrested for unrelated charges. Details in the December 15th news brief at alamedapost.com news. In good news from our schools, Ensenal High wrapped their fall drama season with a production of Sarah DeLapp's Wolves, the 2017 Obie Award winner. If you're not familiar with the Obies, those are the Off-Broadway Awards. The play was also a finalist for the 2017 Pulitzer. Our very own arts writer Jean Kahane, who is also the director of the Food Bank Players, as well as the former Poet Laureate of Alameda, was duly impressed with the show, calling the examination of a women's soccer team, quote, among the finest performances I've ever seen on an Ensenal stage or any stage in this town played by young or old, end quote. High praise indeed. 
For Gene's full review, head to alamedapost.com features and keep an eye on our local school theater programs. One of the best bargains in live entertainment. Hanukkah is upon us. At sundown on Sunday, December 18th, the eight-day festival of lights begins. Chabad of Alameda will light a giant public Hanukkah menorah made entirely of cans of food, which will be donated to the Alameda Food Bank. California Attorney General Rob Bonta will join in the celebration, which will feature a fire-juggling show, inflatable gym and slides, make-your-own menorah crafts, lively music, and photos with Dreidel Man. The event is free of charge. This year's public menorah lighting brings added significance as Jewish communities worldwide celebrate the year of Hakel, or gathering, a once-every-seven-years Jewish tradition. The marking of this special occasion, part of the reason Chabad of Alameda expecting record crowds of the menorah lighting. Full details in December 13th's news brief at alamedapost.com news. While this week has mostly been clear and cold, we've seen quite a bit of beneficial rain lately, and those storms that brought the rain are to blame for a rise in noise. Why is that? Well, during our recent range, you might have noticed more airplane noise than usual. No, Oakland International didn't suddenly get busy, and the Blue Angels aren't due back until next October. It's as simple as this. SFO needs somewhere to go. While prevailing winds tend to keep most San Francisco air traffic away from the island, about 5% of the time conditions mean planes must reroute to paths that more directly affect us. And that's what happened this past weekend. For details, plus links and maps explaining what's involved in keeping over 1,300 daily flights safe, see the December 13th news brief at alamedapost.com news. The Navy is seeking new members to serve on its Volunteer Restoration Advisory Board, which reviews and comments on environmental cleanup of the former Navy base. Despite all the new construction at Alameda Point, there's still a variety of cleanup issues for the Navy and regulators to address. Some issues are new. Some involve the long-term monitoring of sites that may lead to follow-up work plans, which are vetted by the Restoration Advisory Board. The RAB meets virtually or in person four times a year and asks for a two-year commitment. The meetings always feature a presentation by the Navy about cleanup plans, and representatives of the regulatory agencies and the city are in attendance. Comments, questions, and criticism are encouraged. No special expertise is required, just a desire to participate. That said, those with a background in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics would be especially welcomed. For details, a history of the RAB, and links to apply for membership, see Richard Bangert's article at alamedapost.com news. In case you missed it, the federal government has authorized another round of free in-home COVID tests. Each household is eligible for four tests. Head to covidtest.gov to place your order. It's been a momentous few days for all of us here at the Alameda Post. Tuesday the 13th marked the one-year anniversary of the very first article uploaded to alamedapost.com. In case you're wondering, it was an article about two pieces of public art, the Webster Gateway mural and the Calamar sculpture near the USS Hornet. Let's look at the numbers since the start. We've had over 125,000 unique visitors to our site who mostly use their mobile devices to access 500 articles published under 60 different bylines. Search engines have grown to trust us, with Google notching 400,000 impressions in the month of November, 1,500 newsletter subscribers, a reach of 60,000 users on Facebook with 1,100 engaged page followers, and 1,100 followers on Instagram. And the Alameda Postcast recently surpassed 5,000 total downloads. It's been great to be out in the real world as well, whether meeting people on our walking history tours or at our popular candidate forums. Also this week, we achieved a major milestone as we were formally recognized by the IRS as a 501c3 public charity. That means your support of the Post can be part of your charitable giving and not only benefit our nonprofit news organization, but help you out at tax time. As always, make sure you check with your tax preparer before claiming any deductions. And from now until the end of the year, your donation can go even further. Thanks to Newsmatch, your donation will be doubled. And since everyone likes a little something extra, we've got goodies like stickers, T-shirts, golf shirts, and tickets to our history tours as a way of saying thank you. You can see all the benefits at alamedapost.com memberships. 
For a look back at our first year, see Adam Gillett's article at alamedapost.com slash op-ed. While you're there, be sure to check out the latest edition of Two Birds from Alameda, as Brees explains two very different reasons for being stuck in traffic. One of the amazing areas of growth over the past few months has been in our calendar of events. Here's just a sample of what's going on. Lots more to do at alamedapost.com events. Alterina Playhouse closes out a variety show with Alterina audience favorites Margaret Belton and Julie Etzel together for an incredible evening of song, dressing room humor, and charismatic mayhem. Join them as they share their extraordinary talents and a peek inside their longtime friendship. This is also closing weekend for the Food Bank Players' production of A Christmas Carol, Friday night and Saturday afternoon at First Congregational Church for indoor performances, Sunday afternoon at the Healing Garden on Webster for outdoor shows. All proceeds benefit the Alameda Food Bank. Be sure to check out Gene Kahane's love letter to A Christmas Carol at alamedapost.com features. The Alameda Farmer's Market will be open as usual this Saturday the 17th and Tuesday the 20th, but will be closed on Christmas Eve, Saturday, December 24th. Check out the Yule Midwinter Market this Saturday from 11 to 6 in the Healing Garden on Webster. Handcrafted gifts plus a special pop-up appearance from the Pacific Pinball Museum, who will be offering free pinball. More shopping opportunities at Almanac Brewing on Saturday. Look for Noel Fest from 12 to 8. Details for these events and many, many more at alamedapost.com events. That's it for this episode. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as well. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, and I'll be back next Friday with episode 33 of the Alameda Postcast. And for those who celebrate, a very happy Hanukkah.